and welcome back to Quick Switch, where I give you the latest in Nintendo news, upcoming and current releases, and the latest sales on the eShop in 15 minutes or less, middle of the week. Happy February. We're in February already. Happy new month to you. It's going to be a fun rest of the week, especially later today, because we've got the Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak digital event happening later today, at least in the area that I am in. So I will not be talking about that today on this episode, but I will be doing some sort of a reaction and my initial thoughts on it on the YouTube channel right after I watch the event. So I'm gonna have my raw thoughts out there and then kind of go over everything from a news perspective on the Friday episode of Quick Switch. So be sure to go to the YouTube channel, also called Quick Switch, and then come back on the Friday episode when I drop more information on you in that particular news segment. So enjoy the event, I know I will. I'm so excited to see what is gonna be announced all the things that will be announced for the Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak digital event. Excited to see what's going to go on. But before we jump into all of that, let's get into some big news that happened last, uh, yesterday, actually. This is about E3. So this is an exclusive from IGN. And man, everybody was talking about this yesterday, where basically the big three players in the industry, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony, are saying that they are not going to be attending E3. And also, E3 was, so let me back up. E3 was expecting this to be kind of a big blowout because this, is, this would be their first physical event in four years happening at the Los Angeles Convention Center in June. And without these three important draws, people are wondering how exciting E3 is going to be. So I could talk about Xbox and Sony's response, but because this is more Nintendo focused, I'm going to keep it with Nintendo. Um, part of the article says Nintendo has also traditionally maintained a booth at E3 show floor after pioneering the direct format. However, IGN has heard from sources around the industry that neither Nintendo nor Sony will be at E3 2023 with PlayStation originally dropping out in 2019 over reported disagreements with the Entertainment Software Association, or the ESA. It's currently unclear whether Nintendo and Sony intend to time a showcase with the event. Representatives from Nintendo, Sony, Xbox, and the ESA did not return requests for comment by press time. And then Repop, the guy who uh, who made the article, provided the following statement. E3 is such a significant event for the game industry and being entrusted with an important cultural touchstone is not a responsibility Repop takes lightly. Since Repop took on the contract to run E3 six months ago, we've worked diligently with ESA members based on their feedback to create a new type of E3 that supports their goals and needs and there's more other things related to this statement and getting down to what uh, was related to Nintendo. Later on in the article, there's a quote saying that it's unfortunate that the physical event returns when Nintendo was at the tail end of the Switch lifecycle with no sign of a next-gen device this year. I'm not sure it will have many games to show this year, so it makes sense to skip. So it does make, it does make sense that there's nothing going to be from Nintendo this year without the release of a new Switch or any new games to show for it. Obviously, there's releases happening all throughout the year. Every single week, there are releases happening. But as far as big releases, it's 
Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And E3 is a big chance to show what is happening in the games industry to get people really excited about what's coming out. And I think without a new Switch being present, I think Nintendo wouldn't really have that much of a foothold. But maybe because of a direct happening at some point in the summer, maybe we'll have something related to that. Who knows what happened, but it, you know, they they won't be a part of E3 this coming year. Neither will Sony or or Xbox. Which Xbox is weird because Xbox is hosting their own event in the summer, also in Los Angeles. So I wonder if all of these companies are just wanting to kind of do their own their own thing apart from E3. But again, this was it's reported. It was a big story. So yeah, no big companies at E3 coming back in the summer with this first physical event in the last four years so yeah let me know what you think about that do you enjoy e3 because i'm just now really getting to to like the depth of the games industry i haven't really thought about e3 as much but i think it's always been a fun fun event i used i remember when it used to be for the public and think i think they changed it to be just for the press so it just you know it's been it's been good to see what's come out of e3 to see a lot of the the cool things but yeah, sad to see that these companies won't be a part of it. But let's move on to a couple of game announcements that happened. And this is because NIS America is having their 30th anniversary. And they released a couple of games that will be out here in the fall. The first of which was Disgaea 7, Vows of Virtuous. I know nothing about the Disgaea series. So I have no concept of what this game is, but the description says, it says, embark on an epic SRPG adventure stuffed to, stuffed to the brim with new features, including jumbification, hell mode, item reincarnation, new and improved auto battle, and online ranked battles. You can even customize your own team with a robust roster of over 40 character classes. So yeah, I've heard about the Disgaea series. I have not played any of the games at all. All, but I've heard it's pretty good. It's probably worth my time to even look into. I'm not a big SRPG type of fan, but hey, you know, this this could, this could maybe change me. You know, I like a lot of the, the way the, these characters look. So interesting looking game. The Sky 7 coming to the Switch in fall of 2023. And then the next game that was announced was Rhapsody Marl Kingdom Chronicles, which will be coming in the summer of 2023. I, I misspoke. I said they were both coming in the fall, but this one's coming in the summer. It says experience Rhapsody 2 and 3 for the first time in the West. Join Yun young uh, kururu on her quest to find true love in rhapsody 2 ballad of the little princess then gear up for another dose of musical adventures as the songs and stories continue in rhapsody 3 memories of moral kingdom so this is another rpg related series from nis america to celebrate their 30th anniversary i saw some trailers drop the other day i was like what's happening like i'm just seeing a bunch of trailers but i think it was just these two and then another one i'll get to here when I talk about the releases here. But yeah, uh, interesting looking game. Rhapsody, Marl Kingdom Chronicles coming to the Switch in 2023. And the last bit of news, really interesting, but really crazy to even think about is you probably see all this float around. And this is an article from CNN. So this made mainstream news. And there's a streamer by the name of uh, Mutkimaru. Yeah, 
uh, Murikimaru, whose channel is popular with the gaming community for its features of t- uh, Tetrafist that play video games. So his stream is basically fish that are programmed to run this version switch to play video games and in this particular stream they're playing pokemon looks like pokemon scarlet or even violet but it's the new the newest pokemon game and the game seemed to crash and then as they were still programmed to do what they were doing they wind up re like purchasing a bunch of stuff and showing uh mudakimari's credit card info and changing their paypal info and buying a bunch of dlc and just committing basically committing credit card fraud as fish so it's really interesting it says during this the next seven hours the fish reportedly managed to charge the name of their owner's switch account before twice logging into nintendo store where users can purchase games and other downloadable content they also managed to check legal terms and conditions downloaded a new avatar and needed to set up a paypal account from the switch sending an email out to their owner in the process video from the live stream appeared to show but that the things didn't end there the fish also uh we're also seen adding 500 yen or four dollars us to the to his switches account from his credit card during the live stream exposing his credit card info credit card details in the process the youtuber revealed in a follow-up video about the episode by this point thousands of comments were streaming as viewers watched the unintended takeover being live streamed across the channel and the incident went viral on twitter where thousands of japanese users shared their amusement so yeah that was really interesting he said he contacted Nintendo to explain what happened and asked for a refund. It was 500 yen, and then Nintendo declined to comment to CNN, citing customer confidentiality. So that was that was pretty crazy to to see how Fish basically committed credit card fraud. Really <laughs> interesting stream. I've never heard of someone programming Fish to play a Nintendo Switch. How do you even do that? From what I've seen from what I saw from the video and even from a picture I'm looking at is a laser pointing at where these fish are going. So I'm not I'm not too sure how that looks. It looks kind of crazy to me. I don't I have no earthly idea what's going on in this. But yeah, really interesting. So let me know what you think if you if you saw this. So I'll link that in the description if you are unfamiliar of where that story is. Let's move into some releases for today. What came out was Trek to Yomi uh, for the Switch. And I've heard about this game and it's really cool. And the game the description says, as a vow to his dying master, the young swordsman uh, Hiroki is sworn to protect his town and the people he loves against all threats. Faced with tragedy and bound by duty, the lone samurai must voyage beyond life and death to confront himself and decide his path forward so it definitely has that old uh what kurokawa style samurai old japanese movie because it's black and white it's got that very cinematic presentation just like how um oh man what was the game what was the playstation game oh i'm gonna forget it i'm gonna forget the game but somebody somebody knows what it is oh no uh, I can't I can't even remember. But anyway, it's got stylish combat, it's got mythic storytelling and a thrilling soundtrack. And this looks really cool. This is by Devolver Digital and it is out on Switch today for $15.99. It's on sale for 20% off for $19.99. And the sale ends on February the 13th. So go ahead and pick that up. 
when you get a chance to do both so before the sale ends i already put it on my wish list as well as like 20 other things recently it's crazy this year is not even we're only just a month into this year i've already wish listed so many things and then the next game that is out today is a game called gunscape and it says gunscape is an fps world building hybrid in which game gamers create share and enjoy their own maps so the trailer is basically thinking of a mixture of Doom, Minecraft, and Mario Maker. So you're making the levels for people to play and you can share that out and you're basically playing Doom in a Minecraft-esque like environment. And it's really interesting. It, it's inspired by classic shooters. Gunscape takes all their most memorable elements and puts them in a toolkit to create single, single player and co-op campaigns or multiplayer arenas. Don't like building stuff? Then just blast your way through hordes of monsters or duel with players online or split screen. Maps can also be shared, played, and voted on by the whole world so you always have new levels at your fingertips. Yeah, it just reminds me of Mario Maker in that aspect. So you have all of that plus do Doom plus Minecraft. So interesting game. That's Gunscape available for $14.99. And because we I talked about NIS America, they are having their 30th anniversary sale happening until February the 12th. So we got games like uh, Yomawari Lost in the Dark, $29.99. That is 25% off from... $39.99, and then we've got Mad Rat Dead, $24.99, 37% off from $39.99, Disgaea 5 Complete, $19.99, 50% off from $39.99, Disgaea 6 Defiance of Destiny, $29.99, 50% off from $59.99, and a bunch of other Disgaea games as well as Lapis and Labyrinth, $9.99, 66% off from $29.99. And that will do it for the Wednesday episode of Quick Switch. Again, like I said, I will be giving my thoughts on the Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak Digital event on the Friday episode with more of a react type of video happening probably later tomorrow on the YouTube channel, but be sure to, to subscribe to the YouTube channel, also called Quick Switch. The LP is coming to a close soon. I just beat another boss and I'm headed towards the final area. So I hope you will, hope you've been enjoying the LP. Hope you actually go and watch the LP. If you haven't done so, I will post a link to the YouTube channel like I always do in the description. And then later on, whenever the LP is done, I'll post a link to the entire playlist of the LP so you can go back and take a look. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Podcast. Thank you so much for watching the videos on YouTube and on Rumble. I fail to mention that all the time, but I also do videos on Rumble as well if that is something that you are into. My name is Chike, aka It's Basically Fun. You can follow me on Twitter at Basically Fun. I'll see you on Friday. Bye.